Welcome to podcast on photoelectric effect which was an experiment that gave an affirmation to the Einstein's proposal that light or EM radiations are quantized when interacting with matter that is EM radiations are absorbed or emitted in certain quanta something we now refer to as photons with energy of hf or hc by lambda now before we dive into the photoelectric experiment let's quickly revisit the classical view of light so classically light or em radiations were known to be traveling sinusoidal waves with interdependent electric and magnetic fields each oscillating at frequency f with a wavelength lambda and speed c with speed c being equals to f times lambda and the classical view of how light interacted with the matter was that as light moves through the matter the oscillating electric fields will cause the outer shell electrons in the atoms to oscillate as well and as such higher the electric field magnitude that is higher the intensity of light higher the energy gained by the electron and so if the intensity or the electric field magnitude was large enough it should be able to pull the electron out of the atom now as we will discuss shortly this classical view got contradicted in the photoelectric experiment and the contradictory results could only be explained through the existence of photons so in photoelectric experiment when light of short enough wavelength is shined upon a clean metal surface the light ejects electrons from the metal surface so let's quickly discuss the overview of the setup the metal surface is connected to the negative terminal of the battery in other words it is made cathode and the collector cup which is designed in such a way so that it captures the emitted electrons is connected to the positive terminal of the battery that is it is made anode which will pull the emitted electrons towards it now as electrons are emitted from the metal surface they travel to the collector cup and from there they flow through the wire and thus result in a current which is measured using ammeter now two parameters which were contradictory to the expected results were the maximum kinetic energy of the emitted electron and the fact that if the frequency of light shined upon the metal surface was less than a cutoff frequency then no electrons were ejected irrespective of how bright the light was in other words irrespective of the intensity of the light so let's begin with maximum kinetic energy now to begin with if you wonder how the maximum kinetic energy was measured well it was measured by reversing the polarity of collector cup and the metal surface so if you make collector cup the negative or lower potential electrode compared to the metal surface then the emitted electrons will have to travel against the electrostatic force and they lose kinetic energy in the process by the amount of e times v e being the elementary charge of the electron and v being the potential difference between the collector cup and the metal surface now as you might be able to guess if you increase the potential difference v such that such that the electron with the maximum kinetic energy just loses all its kinetic energy just before reaching the collector cup then essentially 
no electron will be able to reach the collector cup and thus there will be no current. So in such a scenario, K max is equals to E times the stopping potential V stop. Okay, now what observation about K max faltered the classical view? Well, it was found that for the incident light of frequency f or wavelength lambda, if you increase the intensity of light, then as per the classical view, the electric field of the incident light would increase and as such, it should increase the amount of energy it imparts to the electron, which should reflect in the increased kinetic energy value of the ejected electrons. In other words, K max should increase with the intensity of the incident light. But experimentally, it was found that there was no increase in the maximum kinetic energy of the ejected electrons, which would make sense if we subscribed to the quantum view of the light, wherein the light is absorbed in quantas called photon with energy HF. In other words, the energy absorbed by the electron inside the atom of the metal surface can only equal the energy of a photon which is dependent only on the frequency f. Once again, energy of photon was equals to h times the frequency f. Now part of this energy of the photon is consumed in overcoming the potential energy of the nucleus electron system and the remaining energy gets converted to the kinetic energy of the electron. So if frequency is not changed, then k max should not change either. Okay, now let's quickly touch upon the second observation in this experiment that also countered the classical view. So this time, scientists played around with the frequency of light and noticed that if the frequency of light went below a certain value, then no electrons were emitted, irrespective of the intensity of light. This again, you can explain from the quantum view of light, but not the classical view along the same lines that we discussed the observation on K-max. Okay, so with the quantum view of the light established through the photoelectric experiment, now let's turn our attention to writing an expression for energy balance for the electron that has absorbed a photon. And simply is input energy, which is the energy of the photon, HF or SC by lambda, and this energy should be equal to potential energy that the electron has to overcome to get free, also referred to as the work function, plus the kinetic energy of the freed electron or K max. That is, Hc by lambda should be equal to K max plus work function. Now, since K max is measured by reversing the potential of the metal surface and the collector curve, it is also expressed as E times the stopping potential V stop. So another way for writing the same equation, same energy equation is Hc by lambda is equals to E times V stop plus work function of the metal surface. And we can further rewrite this as HF is equals to E V stop plus work function with C by lambda replaced by frequency F of the incident radiation. So if you were to plot V stop versus the frequency of the incident light, you will get a straight line with a positive slope of H by E. 
and the x-intercept corresponds to the scenario when stopping potential is zero that is when the emitted electron has no kinetic energy after it gets freed from the atom in the metal surface that is in this case energy of photon hf would simply be equals to work function of the metal surface now note that the slope of this plot is always h by e irrespective of the work function of the metal surface but the x intercept is proportional to the work function phi divided by h to be precise so what that means is that the line in the stopping potential versus frequency plot would slide to the right as the work function increases okay now before we conclude this episode what do you think will happen to the current as we increase the intensity of light assuming that hf for the incident light is greater than the work function in other words the energy of the photon of the incident light is greater than the work function of the metal surface well higher intensity would imply more number of photons are incident on the target surface per unit area and so the current would increase linearly as you increase the intensity of light with that best wishes and if you have any doubts please subscribe to our pulse program or feel free to write to us at admin at the rate hje.com.